From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It is Ryan Seacrest here. Sissini, Patty, good morning. Tanya. Good morning. Good morning. Easton, Easton what, are you, what are you creeping by? What are you doing behind me? What are you grabbing off the bookshelf? What are you doing? Easton, our engineer. So Tubbs is on vacation. Or Tubbs is in a different location. I don't know where. Can't see him. And uh, Easton is now here filling in for Tubbs. So Tubbs has a fill-in, uh-huh. and he's here. Uh, Easton, what? You, oh, Sissy needed a box for her computer? Yes. I needed my screen to be up higher because you could see my double chin, and it was just driving By me the way, I, I live with one. <laughs> You, you don't know how I got a lot of tricks. You know how many lights are in this room just to fix whatever's happening here? <laughs> it's an illusion. Today, winter has arrived. Winter is here, or as close as we get to it. Scattered showers today, highs in the upper 50s. They've been talking about this rain all week. The weekend looks nice, though. Dry, highs in the 60s. Got an all-new Ryan's Roses today. So he told his fiance he needs to go to New York the week between Christmas and New Year's. He says it's for work. Christmas and New Year's. Look, I'm working. I get it. There's sure. stuff going on. I'm always okay. I'm always saying, let's come do the show, and everyone's on vacation here. Right? I mean, usually it's proper yeah, vacation time. No, I'm ready. <laughs> Roll around December 20, 26 is a nice one to relax. But 27, 8, 9, I'm ready. Let's oh, go. Anyway, no. he's working. So she thinks it's for another woman. Like, there's something going on for another woman. It's not that he's working. He's hanging yeah, out. Yeah, that's sacred time. time. That's like lounging woman. in your PJs with the family. If you missed this week, we've been rehashing the first meeting of Tanya's boyfriend for me, Robbie. And I don't, was it by design that you kept him from me long enough to make sure that this was going to last? Or was it just the way the world has been working with all the COVID restrictions? It's just the way the world's been working with the COVID restrictions, truly. You know, I always, I don't want to say that I'm not protective, but I am of people that come into with sis you've been with Michael Forever's and right. Patty with Michael Forever but with you I'm a little protective because I've met some of these guys. Yeah, and it's it, a new it, person into the circle. Yeah, and so, by the way, yeah. after you've seen some of these guys, there's reason for somebody <laughs> to be protective. It's true. Right? I agree. Well, I agree. Tanya's judge of character like four, 3 years ago. It's <laughs> not her judge of character this bad. It's the fact she gets excited about the notion yes. of the moment of love yes. and the romance. She gets excited. Mm-hmm. I do too. I get excited about we're romantics, Tanya. Right. Yes. I mean, so what? Yeah. So you would have your blinders yeah. up by accident. Correct. Anyway, I got a chance to see this guy in person. Well, let me tell you, he met Savea and seen him with the baby. Was Savea a jingle ball? And not a jingle ball. Wait, wait, I missed that. We were at the Beata's brunch thing. Oh, Beata, yeah. the new program director of Kiss FM. First one in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So we were at brunch and Robbie was there with Tanya and I had the baby and he was so good with her. And it's like his face lit up. Ooh, it was like, I got, I got feelings. I don't know. I got there was something just like, there. Just like when I met him, I got a feeling he's a good guy. You got the baby feeling. I, oh, I already know he's a good really? dad, but I just, I, right, I, but I basically it. saw that he's good with babies. And that's, yeah. You know. And did you tell Tanya that immediately? I didn't want to like <laughs> embarrass her. I, I honestly bit my tongue. I was going to say something. And I was like, I like it. I just Bite stop. your tongue until we're on the air on, on, <laughs> on Thursday. That's a better way to approach it. And he won't know. Kind of. Uh, but Tanya, I got to tell you that. I really, when I say it all week, I mean it. I may hang out with your boyfriend, Sans or Sans, you and Sissini and Tubbs and everybody. <laughs> no, we should all do like a cute early dinner. We have dinner at like five five thirty. <laughs> I'm down for that. But yeah. I, I need some alone time with this guy. Get all it. right. 
mean, so let's see. We got. Remind me how these ended up in the studio. These holiday Christmas pajamas with our um, faces on them. Because yeah. Okay. I because I had a pair of me actually and Robbie's face on them. I don't remember when we were talking about them, and I said, "Oh my gosh, it'd be so cute if we had these with all of our faces on them." <laughs> I'm a, it's so, the best. Anyway, it is we got so cute. Glad, comfortable holiday pajamas with everyone uh, on the morning. With Sisney's oh, yeah, face. These are cute. With Patty's I face, love them. My face. I, I have to. I have a problem. What's wrong with the? Well, what's look wrong? at where Tanya put her head. <laughs> right and in. There's the, two of them. Right Why in, did you put two heads? Right in the on drawstring. First of I all, think that's just the way it printed. Because look on this one, it's your face. I just think she's being overprotective. <laughs> I don't know that I can put these on. Wait, these are really soft. No, yeah, you guys, it's so cute. So cute. Good job, Tanya. No, no, I love I them. Like them. They're so cute. Where, where am I? Where, I'm supposed to wear these with my niece and my parents? <laughs> no, we're supposed to wear them on the show. Maybe like today or tomorrow or something. And just be cute in our PJs matching holiday. Oh, There's socks too? with our faces on them too? Well, this is easier to palette. Than the actual so photos cute. on our Tanya, this is such box. a cute idea. So it's all of our faces cut out, and then there's little hearts, and then one of the pajamas have plaids on them. So it's I can make this my stocking, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you guys want to, like, maybe we could all wear them sometime? Maybe yeah. take a cute holiday photo or something? I'm down. I love is it. This, is this for a capture, or is this really for us to wear with our this family? This is just for love. This is for love. All right. Well, and capture way. too. Your love language is like, different than mine. <laughs> so cute, matching pajamas with their faces on them. This is just like yeah, maybe so maybe cute. our last show before the holidays or something oh, like that. Yeah, we'll make it we'll work do it with a... some hot chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. real, but real yeah. hot chocolate, like really melt some chocolate yes. in that hotness. Yeah, from Oaxaca, yeah. really good hot chocolate. Oh, speaking of which, I can't. I can't say. No, what? I can't. You I can't, can't say. do that. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Uh, it, no, just, it was a food whoa. story. You say Oaxaca. I was reading about the food. It'll go on forever. You know how my brain works. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay, we'll, got we'll it. come back to it. How do you know if your spouse is telling you the truth or not? Hey, look, unless they're masters of the art of lying, it's pretty easy to read people's body language. Here's what experts say liars do. Three things. One, if they're lying to you, they stare you right in the eye. They don't move their eyes at all. <gasps> really? Honest people look away to think. They have to access thoughts. And you know what? When you access um, thoughts, you look down, you look up, you think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Liars repeat the question. I get that. They're buying time. Right. I mean, you, you've heard people repeat the question. You've seen political debates. Right. You've seen politicians <laughs> repeat the question. They're buying time. I also find that they say uh, to buy time politicians... Make no mistake about it. <laughs> Buys a little time mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they swear. They swear. People use five times more profanity when lying. I don't know about that. I don't know one. about that either. I don't think, yeah. I don't know. The other I two do. are real valid, but I don't know about the five times more profanity when lying. I, I feel like if you're, you might be a little careful. Maybe not, but that's what the experts say. Today's <laughs> quote every day, a quote of the day to get you going. Remember, you were enough before them, and you are enough after them. You're on Kiss FM. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, let's get to the headlines. Uh, we're there. What's happening, Sissini? 
Well, police are searching for a pair of burglars who broke into a Garden Grove gun store and took off with about 40 firearms. The incident was reported around 12.15 a.m. when the owner of Witten Sales called police after viewing live surveillance footage of at least one suspect inside his business. The family of Trevor Joseph Kigi and the Los Angeles Police Department are asking for the public's help in finding the missing 16-year-old. Kigi was last seen at about 9 p.m. Monday near his home in Studio City off Fruitland Avenue. In the release, the LAPD said that Kiki is a high-functioning autistic teenager and his family is worried about his safety. Well, even as traffic has somewhat improved since before the pandemic, Los Angeles still has some of the busiest roads in the U.S., including the one with the worst gridlock. A new study shows a list of 25 most congested roads in America. Topping the rankings is the southbound 5 freeway between Euclid Avenue and the 605 freeway, which has peak delay of 22 minutes at 4 p.m. The delay costs drivers an average of 89 hours this year, about a dozen hours more than the second busiest highway, which was in New York City. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. So just to set the score, it's Thursday, December 9th. Tomorrow is Flora's birthday. We got a call. Probably FaceTime on the air. Can we FaceTime on the air? Well, we can hold up the phone. Easton, I got a question for you since you're filling in for Tom. Zoom. Yes, sir. Zoom. Oh, we could Zoom her. Well, let's yeah. Zoom her. Ah, cute. But let them know it's for the radio show because sometimes they get you know they need to know what, what show is Zooming them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where you, where, she's mm-hmm. on all kinds of shows that Flora. <laughs> so we should Zoom her, though, and wish her happy birthday. Now she's talking. Oh. It is so cute. And she, I asked her if I could come for Christmas to her house this year. And she said yes, but I have to bring Georgia. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's course. her key. Have to bring dog. She calls him dog. You have to bring dog. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. Dog. All right. So this struck me, Tanya. You said there is a big star, and we've known a long time, writing lyrics about being lonely at the holidays. And this is something many of us experience. Tanya, the training report. Yes. And it's something that nobody talks about because. During the holidays, we just talk about presents and joy and happy things. But the holidays can be really, really hard for people. And Kelly Clarkson is here talking about it, being real about it, which is exactly why we love her. So she said, I'm going to be real with y'all. When I wrote this next song, I was crying my face off, which happens even at Christmas time. I wrote this song for me, but also because there aren't many holiday songs for people feeling alone or lost or just plain sad. Mm -hmm. And it got me thinking about... You know, last Christmas, I was really, really sad. My family had COVID. I had to be alone. I was going through a breakup. It was a really hard, hard time. And so I was thinking, you know, with Kelly talking about this, maybe we could share things that that do bring us joy during the holidays. Because last Christmas, what I did is I put on a Santa hat and I FaceTimed my friends and I did like Christmas caroling to just random people. I would FaceTime them and sing them a Christmas carol. So I did it like virtually because we were still in COVID times. And it brought me a lot of joy for that one night. I forgot about everything. How many, and just how had many a lot of lonely fun. Christmases have you had, Tanya, in your life? It's hard to say. I've had a lot because I have been unattached for so many of them, but I've had my family. So they weren't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was, well, it wasn't, there was a piece I, of lonely, but it wasn't really sad. I do know what you mean because I too have been in between relationships or had just gone through a breakup or was single. 
And you are with your family. I've always been with my family Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Always, right? Mm -hmm. Because my birthday and Christmas are day-to-day or back-to-back. But there have been times where you're good during the day. But after dinner, when you go to your room, that's when you get sad. Like, really sad. You kind of get bummed on yourself. And for me, I never wanted the 27th to come because I knew I was leaving to go back to being solo again. And then it's like New Year's, and everybody has that kiss on New Year's, and that's but New also Year's, another I've been reminder. alone on New. Believe it or not, I've been lonely on New Year's because I've but been you're working, working, and completely alone. Like I can't tell you how many Which years is a I was. Distraction, though. Well, I can't tell you how many years I was in the hotel in New York City by myself the day of New Year's Eve and after the show, coming back to watch TV and order food. I mean, so I get, Kelly, you should have called. I could give you all kinds of lyrics. We could do an album, The Lonely Christmas Tour. I'll host that. Yeah. But I think it's a, I'm glad she did. And we've never really talked about it. I'll tell you why we haven't, because, you know, not to point fingers here, but there are other people around that always have every, like a big families and kids. And some, it's like you're embarrassed to say, oh, well, I kind of, I say goodnight and then I go up and get on my phone after Christmas dinner. And that's always bad. Texting people Christmas night? Are you kidding? It's okay. Are you going to cry? Yeah. You're okay. No, no, no. This is not me. I, I'm, uh-huh. I've worked mm-hmm. through this myself. Okay, good. But uh, there are other things I would cry, but this is not a crier. Uh, well, I don't know. It's not Christmas yet, but I think it should be all right. But I get it, and I appreciate you bringing it up. I appreciate Kelly Clarkson. What are the lyrics? What's the song? Give me some. I want to play it. I want to sing it. I want to I oh, do the music well, video. Oh, well, hold on. I have to Google. Oh, uh, we'll hold do on, it later. I'm like, I get... And here we go with Ryan's Roses. My fiance is telling me he needs to go to New York the week between Christmas and New Year's. Says it's for work, but I don't believe him. Something does not add up. Danielle in Roland Heights. So let's get Danielle. Danielle, good morning, and thank you for writing to us for Ryan's Roses. I want to get into it right now. What does your fiance do that would require him to go to work between Christmas and New Year's? He's uh, working in finance. I don't know his title right now. He's um, in VC. He's a venture capitalist? Mm-hmm. And has he ever had to work between Christmas and New Year's? Um, no, never. I've, like, never since in the, you know, in the, like, four years I've known him. And, he's and, never and, had to and work. is there a then. deal? Is there a deal that's yeah. trying to get done before the new year begins? Not that he's ever talked about with me. No. I mean, there could be, but he hasn't he hasn't said anything. Can you come with him? Uh, I wasn't invited. So that's... Can you invite crazy. yourself? Right. It's like, you but can you go. Are, and... You are about to be married. Can't you fiancé your way in there? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just feel really weird about it. I haven't brought it up because I feel like something weird is going on. So... Um, it's just like weird to begin with. So I don't want to. If wanna, he's in the financial world, the venture world, I mean, there could be a lot of work in closing something before the year ends. Sure. So maybe there is work to be done. That's true. You don't yeah. feel good about it. Why? Why? What's making you feel like it's not legit? Because I was feeling weird about it, and I opened his, you know, his his work email was open on the computer at home, and I went through it, and there was nothing in his work email about a flight confirmation or hotel. And they always, 
handle all of that. And then I looked at his personal email and there was like a flight confirmation from his own personal credit card, which would never, ever happen if it was uh-huh. having to do okay. with work. All right. Yeah. When are you supposed to get married? Personal. When are you um, getting married? We've been engaged for a year and we're hoping to put together the wedding like this year. So like within a year. And already you're having doubts about him telling the truth, though. I worry. Yeah. I worry. I mean, this is this is bringing up some deep, some deep paranoia about you know I've been cheated on before. My cheating broke up my mom's marriage. Like this so, is I think that's the question: Is this something from the past that's not real that that we're creating, or is there a real issue here? Hang on one second. We'll come back, and we are going to make the Ryan's Roses call. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We have uh, Danielle on the line. We're about to call her fiance for Ryan's Roses. Very interesting. She's getting married soon. They've been engaged for a year or so. And he's in the financial world. And he says, I got to go to work in New York between Christmas and New Year's. Could be legit, but she thinks she's worried. She didn't see any emails about this. She thinks that this is. Right. You think he's making this up to spend time with another woman? Is that where you're going with this? Yeah, it seems like uh, it seems that that maybe he met someone at work and that he's going to have like another, you know, like a moment with someone else between Christmas and New Year's. And uh, I don't know what else it could be. It seems like it's personal. And like, why would you not invite me if it's with family or just friends? Like, it doesn't make sense. We're going to call him right now and we're going to offer him the roses and see what we can do. I need you to say, Ryan, you my permission to call and then his name on Kiss FM. Go ahead. Okay. You have my permission to call. Okay, let me do that now. Uh, here's the way I'm looking at this, Danielle, from, for you. It's, not, it's all bad, okay? Let me just say that. Yeah. But there are degrees of badness here. One, if we find out the worst, it's the best for you because you haven't gotten married to him yet. And if we find yeah. out the best, it's good. You know, if you find out yeah. there's nothing there, then you're you're good, and uh, we can move forward. So I don't there, there's there's okay. nowhere I, I don't think there's any anywhere after this you'll be in a gray area. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I appreciate that. That's be very, very quiet until we tell me he's on the air. Here we go. Okay. Good luck, Danielle. Hello. Hi. Is this Jeremy? Yeah. Hi, Jeremy. My name is Teresa. I'm calling from Terry's Blooms. How are you doing this morning? I'm fine. What's going on? Do I have a... What? I I forgot to pick something up or I have a bill outstanding or something? No, quite the opposite, actually. We service the Roland Heights area and we're fairly new. So we're doing something for local residents. And oh. it's a promotion of a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you would like. Okay. I don't, I don't have to pick up, right? No, we can deliver it. They're absolutely free. You don't have to pay us anything. Um, we're just hoping that if you like our arrangements, yeah. you refer us to I'm, friends and family. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to do everything delivery right now. Right, it will be delivered. Um, we can start with the name of the person you want to send them to. Uh, all right, yeah, to my fiance Danielle. Uh huh. And what would you like to put on the card? 
Love you. Okay. This guy. Jeremy? Hello? Yeah. Jeremy, your voice being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that. I have your fiance Danielle, on the phone right now. A couple of quick questions, if you'll stay on. Number one, she's asked us to reach out about your trip to New York. Can you give us some detail about what you'll be doing in New York between Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, uh, this is our annual work trip. And should she come along so that you guys are together? Uh, No, she's got, I mean, her schedule is pretty packed that week, so, I mean, she's got her own stuff going on. Now, you do an annual work trip between Christmas and New Year's. It seems like a strange time to do it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's the end of the fourth quarter. We're trying to just, like, uh, finish the year kind of, like, happy instead of stressed or whatever. And you do this every year? Uh, I mean, I don't know if we did it last year. I'm pretty sure it was skipped, but, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, yes. So Danielle is on the line, and she tells me she doesn't have a packed schedule, and she'd be happy to join. Is that cool? Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Great. Yeah. Okay. Danielle, do you want to ask him anything while we have him? Hey, Jer, why didn't you invite hey. me to begin with? No, I'm sorry, babe. I mean, I just was trying to, like, uh, give you, you know, like, I mean, it's a stressful time. I'm trying to just, like, not overload you, you know? The romantic time. I, I exactly at Christmas. No, between Christmas and New Year's, you don't want to be with me between that time. Of course I do. Yeah. Well, why wasn't that obvious? No, I'm sorry. I mean, I I thought it was pretty obvious that it was a work trip, and you were gonna like probably yes. get bored of it. I don't. I'm not buying it. It doesn't sound like you're being honest with me. Um, and if you're trying to have a mature relationship and get married, I don't appreciate you being vague and jumping around the subject. Okay. Sorry. So, Danielle, I think the good news here is you and Jeremy can spend some more time together mm-hmm. and see where you stand. And if between Christmas and New Year's, that's a good time, right? Well, am I invited? Or you want me to come? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. There you go. All right, Danielle, Jeremy, we're going to let you go. Danielle, you can take it from here. Thank you for reaching out. All right. Thank you, Danielle. Good luck. Bye. I feel like we kind of let her down. But he, because, listen, let me tell you something. What? Did you hear his sigh at the beginning? Yes. He's like, my fiance. He sighed. He didn't rub me the right, the right way. Now, is that a is that a situation where he just is doing what some people do, and you 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 just sound like that? Like you're not meaning to sound frustrated, bothered, and fatigued by it at all, but you just do sound that way. I know people that sound that way all the time. Yeah, but, I don't know, but he was just so strong from the very beginning. But he also caved. Right, but I mean, at first he was like, "What do I have a bill with you guys?" Whatever. So I I should have asked her. Do you receive you flowers are calling from him? him before breakfast on a Thursday morning? <laughs> on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So I'm just looking here. Uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas premiered 56 years ago today, 1965. And check this: it's now a streamer. It streams on Apple <laughs> TV Plus. 
16 days till Christmas. We're going to get in that that red zone where it goes fast soon. Oh, yeah. Like all the anticipation's kind of now, but come a week from now, it's going to go fast. And yeah. then and then I'm sad. It's over. Oh, yeah. I'm sad. I know. So let's just let's be present. Ugh. Let's enjoy the fact it hasn't happened yet because the anticipation's really the anticipation might be more fun than the fun because the fun is so fast. There's more anticipation than there is Christmas. Yeah, the fun is buying the gifts for everybody too, and organizing them, wrapping them, and then right, and then does go quickly once you're so in it. quick. And the fun also Christmas giving. We have a, another Christmas giving call. I'm going to do that. Actually, let me do that next. Let's get to Ryan's Roses, and then we'll get into Christmas giving. So we had Danielle and Jeremy on the line. They're engaged. He was going off to do business. I kind of believed him that he had something to do with his company at the end of the year to close stuff. I mean, he's in the financial world. Maybe, but he didn't seem so... Well, he didn't seem enthusiastic right. about his relationship. Exactly. That's for sure. But is he... There are people, and I know them, and I could be this way, that you're just tired. He just Maybe he's just tired. Okay. Right? I mean, we did call him in the morning. He, I mean, he did sigh about his having to send flowers to his fiance. Mm-hmm. That caught me off guard. He didn't sound enthusiastic about it all. So am I re- is there a reading into that too much, or is that just the way he is? He sounds like somebody that does not live in the moment. He's always like 10 steps ahead, and he's stressed. And maybe, well, there, anyway, he did cave and say, yeah, come with me. I'm fine with that. Like, let's go. So she's going on the trip. Mm-hmm. So he won't... He won't be away, as he suggested, between Christmas and New Year's. And she'll be able to tell if there was something up probably between now and then. Mm -hmm. I think the bigger picture is if I'm Danielle and my fiance doesn't get it already, regardless of what's going on, he doesn't get it. Do I want to deal with that forever? My guess is this is a red flag. Yeah, red flag. I don't know what he's doing, but it's a red flag that he just doesn't get it. Like, how do you not get that you're about to get married, your fiance, and you're not going to spend between Christmas and New Year's with her. No, oh, you do everything together. Well, not everything, but that week. Especially during that time, and especially when you're engaged. It's like being engaged is such a happy moment in your life. Yeah, I think you should really, I, I mean, I don't want to go down the path of long engagements, but I'm an advocate. <laughs> this is not where I start talking about eight, ten-year engagements, but look, I don't mind it. Tanya's eyes. Eight, ten year engagement? Why? Honestly, I see it working for Ryan for whatever reason. I I find (laughs) Sisney understands me. And I also find that many people are happiest when they're engaged. I mean, it's Uh, kind of. And then it takes a turn. Why not? It is is fun. Easton, how long were you engaged? Let me engineer filling in for Tubbs. Easton, how long were you engaged? One year. Why did you rush? Health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand your motive. That's fine. But are you, and, and you can't answer these questions. I can't say, are you happy? Of course you're happy. You just got married, so you're happy. But do you remember your engagement? Wasn't that fun? It was so much so fun. So much less pressure. Well, I mean, before the kids, it was so much fun, too. <laughs> it was a different vibe. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, if I'm Danielle, honestly, I'm worried about taking that next step with a guy that doesn't get it. He just mm-hmm. doesn't get it. Olivia, are you with us this morning? Good morning. I'm here. Yes, that was a lot. You think there are multiple red flags? What are they? Multiple. He does not care about her. He doesn't want her to even come um, to New York. 
Plus, why did he put it on his personal credit card? You're right. Oh, we didn't ask yeah, him that. I, I missed that, huh? That's a red flag if I ever saw one. That is a red flag. That was our key. That's me. You know, it. the guy did not get defensive. I just don't. I, I'm not quite sure I can read him, but I know he doesn't get care. it. He's not. He's not there. He's mm-hmm. not understanding some things about being in this engagement between the holidays before you get married. I mean, he's just not getting it in my mind. So red flag, red flag, red flag. Now, what did Danielle do? You don't want to like, I invested all this time with this guy. Mm -hmm. You don't want to tuck your tail, but I don't know. It's a big deal. I think she has to bow out. She deserves better than someone who's unavailable like that. Ooh, but that's I agree. She seemed like she was deserving of something maybe a little more engaging. To say the least. Thank you very much. I have to tell you, Tanya, I can only think of you in this moment. When I say <laughs> you, I mean Jeremy. And when I say Jeremy, I mean Robbie. Hearing Jeremy makes me love Robbie even more. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. He would never be like that. He would never be like that. I think part of it is he's he's got some years on you, doesn't he? Yes. And I find, exception me, with those years comes maturity. For sure. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right. It's a very, very exciting moment now. Kissmas giving. It's so fun. And the best part about Kissmas giving is we really are trying to tailor what we are giving your relatives, your family, your friends, so that it makes a little impact this holiday. So we've got uh, Juliana from Corona. Juliana has written to us about her sister. Let's grab Juliana. And why don't we dial on the other line, Nancy, her sister in Riverside. Juliana and Corona. Hey, Juliana, good morning. Hi, good morning. How you doing? Good. Good. So we are about to put your sister on with us. We're dialing her up now. And then I'm going to share the email you sent me, which really touched us. Thank you for reaching out. How's she doing right now? How's your sis hanging? Is she hanging in there? Yeah, she is. She has hard days. Um, just because sometimes it's overwhelming because, like, she lost her sight on one of her eyes. And then she's dealing with the newborn and with her other she... two girls. Hey, Nancy? Yes, hello. Hi, sorry. We're just talking about you when you answered. It's Ryan Seacrest hello. calling in. Your, your sister's on with me on KISS FM. How you doing, Nancy? Good. Good. Hey, so uh, I have everybody here. Patty, Tanya, Sissini. Hi. Hi. Let me tell you what's going down, Nancy. Your sister, Juliana, wrote to me and she said, Hey, my sister, Nancy, has had a rough year. Starting last December 30th when she was involved in a car accident that left her without a car a few months. Then she got the news she was expecting baby number three, her baby boy. Oh. Obviously, it was a real blessing, but this blessing cost her a lot as she had a difficult pregnancy that caused her to lose her vision in one eye and take an early leave from work. She says, I know with the holidays coming up, a little extra help for kids. Christmas presents would mean so much. They went from two incomes to one, and money is tight right now. So, Nancy, we're calling you to just say hi and check on you first of all how are you how are you holding up I, i'm holding up is there is there treatment for your vision I, i'm getting um 
Yeah, so I want to lose my full on sight, my eye. I am getting treatment done. I just, so I want to lose all my vision. Mm-hmm. I probably have like 10% vision on it. I just had a surgery done and um, I, I'm getting a little bit of vision back, not a full on vision, but I'm getting some vision in my eye. So, so that, that was the great news to be able to see a little bit more in that eye. And do, do the doctors tell you it can continue to increase the visibility, can get better and better over time? Um, the doctor just, uh, she basically told me that she doesn't expect me to be able to read with that eye mm-hmm. or um, focus on TV. But um, she was actually surprised that the surgery that I had done um, gave me a little bit more than she expected. Well, that's good. And yeah. I can tell you, you know, doctors are essential and amazing and we're so glad that we've got them in our lives but it's also so wonderful when they're surprised and many times there are situations where they're surprised when things happen they didn't see happening and i think maybe you know if you keep the faith maybe that's your path so well look i i i just i can't imagine that blessing of the third baby your baby boy and then having that impact on your eye i'm sure it was just extremely emotional for you nancy it was really hard when I just noticed that it was just the hardest thing, but it was so working seeing my be able to see my baby boy. And we yeah. wanted well, him so bad. We want to focus on the beauty of your baby boy, the spirit of the holidays, the positivity of getting into another year. And because your sister wrote to me, I just want to share a couple quick things with you if you've got a second. Yeah. I want to make sure that you've got the perfect holiday meal, so I'm going to send you, as a Christmas gift from all of us, a $500 Ralph's gift card to stock up on groceries for the holidays, okay? Okay. So enjoy that, and Merry Christmas. Thank you. I also want to add to that, uh, just to just to go out and try and forget about stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. there's a great place not far from you. It's BJ's Restaurant and Brew House. And I also, and I like cookies and they do a pazuki and it's a whole thing for me. So, so I'm going to send you 500 bucks to go to BJ's and blow it out as well, okay? <laughs> Thank you. You're so very welcome. Thank you, Juliana, for writing to us so we know about Nancy here. Yeah. yeah. And we're really touched by your sister's email. And I'm guessing, Nancy, you don't have time for yourself. So I also... When you do get a little time and push it into next year, if you want, I want to send you to the Burke Williams Spa with a $250 gift card to get a relaxation hour or a few hours and massage, whatever you want. A little treatment there. Oh, my God. Thank you very much. You are very <laughs> welcome. Merry Christmas, Nancy. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, guys. You're very welcome. What's your, your your baby boy's name? What's his name? Josiah. And you have two girls? Yes, I have two girls. I have a 10-year-old and an 11-year-old. And what are their names? Sophia and Isabel. So you got Sophia, Isabel, and Josiah. Beautiful names. Yeah. Thank you. Could I send them a little, if I put together a little staycation for the family, like a night at the... Great Wolf Lodge Water Park in Garden Grove for everybody and some tickets to Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, my God. 
You can surprise <laughs> the kids for Christmas. That would be awesome. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Juliana, thank you for reaching out. And Merry Christmas, Nancy. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Are you two sisters going to get a chance to spend Christmas together? Yeah. We always do, yeah. We're and really who, close. Who's, where do you do it? Whose place and who puts up the tree? Uh, we do it at my mom's house. Okay, where's that? It's in Riverside, too, near my sister. And does she have the tree? Is she going to have the tree up? Yeah, she does. Okay. She's gonna, and we're gonna, I'm going to get her a tree this week. Okay. So I think, Nancy, one of the things that we should make sure we have covered, if y'all are getting together as a family, especially this year when people are, are gathering as families, why don't we make sure there are presents under the tree for those kids you just told me about? So I'm going to send you $1,000 just to buy presents for the kids or anything you really need for Christmas for those children of yours, okay? Oh, my God. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Yuli. <laughs> Yuli. <laughs> That's your name. Yuli. Yuli. Well, I'm, I'm happy that we had a chance, Nancy, to meet. Yuli, thank you for doing the introduction, and I'm glad you guys are going to be together at your mom's as a family with the kids having some holiday cheer, and God bless you all. Thank you very much for taking the time to Thank chat you. with us today, okay? Thank you very Thank you so much. much. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Nancy and Yuli. Merry Christmas, you guys, and thank you very much. You are very welcome. On Air. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. You know, I were talking to Yuli and Nancy, and they're going to their moms, and they're going to get the tree, put the tree up for their mom. they got the kids coming up. I can actually picture Christmas morning. I'm actually picturing I think I think their mom I didn't get her name, but I think she has a turquoise robe. A turquoise yeah. robe. I think she's a turquoise it's oh. a zip it's a zip up. Got it. It's got a turquoise it. zip up robe. It's made of I, I can't I can't put my finger on the material. It's like a it's like a, a felty velvet material. It's a thickness to it, a little oh, warmth yeah, to it. That sounds nice. Oh. Yeah. And it's I could not see terry the, cloth? it's not terry cloth, too thick. Uh-huh. No. No, because that would also have a, a rope. Is she wearing the slippers? Uh-huh. She is. Yeah. Yeah, she's wearing slippers. And her slippers are pink. Mm-hmm. And they've got really a cute. little de- embroidered design on the top. Yeah. Like Ooh, of a rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so mom gets up and the kids, you know, the kids have been waiting for a, an adult to wake up because they want to go down and see what's going on. So <laughs> yes. finally, the adults are waking up and they go down. There's some crumbs. They're, obviously, the Santa came and took the cookies and the reindeer ate the, didn't eat all the celery and the carrots, but ate most of You're the right. celery and the carrots. And uh, so the kids come down and the tree is lit and maybe they put I Heart Christmas music on and they've got the open of those gifts and just a moment to forget about all that stuff that Yuli was telling us about, which is unbelievable that her, her, her tough time started that like days after last year's Christmas. Well, Nancy, Her baby is two and a half months old and she said she had just had surgery. I can't imagine having the to strength, go through that. The, stri- the strength. Yeah. Because the child doesn't understand it. No. The adult knows what's going on and have that kind of strength is mm-hmm. is unbelievable. So no Merry choice. Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's right, Patty. Yuli, Nancy, and your family and those kids. Coming up next, Six Flags Magic Mountain Ticks. And if you want us to do a Christmas giving call, kissfm.com, keyword giving. Coming back. Oh, <laughs> Zachary Levi's about a day late. Hey. <laughs> About a day late in this world. I remember there was a day yesterday, basically. We're trying to 
subtly hint that he should take out Tanya, but nothing ever came of it. I don't even know if he knows we were trying to do that. I'm going to reveal that to him in a second. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Zachary Levi is with us. Uh, We're going to get to his movie American Underdog in a second, but I got to just let you in on some nuances here of the show. I don't know if you realize, I think it was the last time or so you were on with us. We were doing what we do, and that is <laughs> dropping, at, the, at this stage in our, I, I, let me back up a step. I've back always up, believed, back up. Let's I've always Let's believed Zachary, that my role here, yeah, I'm on the air, we're playing songs and all this that we do, but my role here as a friend to everybody has always been make sure they're all set up in their relationships, their lives, their futures, their happiness, their marriages, their engagements, whatever they, their partners then I'll focus on me, right? I got to have them in a place before I can even worry about me. Still selfless. You're so selfless, right? <laughs> it's a fair yeah. point. So, you know, Sissini's been married forever, and, and, and Patty's not on the screen right now, but she's been with her, Michael, for a decade or more. And Tanya was single when you were on. And we thought, because I was always charmed by you, I thought, but this is a good guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about your status, so don't. I'm not even going to ask. But... <laughs> I thought this would be great, and I would love for you to be in my life. And if it were, you know, via this, it'd be what a great, what a great scenario. Well, I did. So we were say dropping that my... subtle hints last time. I don't know if you picked up on it. Oh, oh no, they were picked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking what I learned last time matched with the fact that Tanya had slid into my DMs. What? What? Oh, uh, those things did. all. That's right. Those all, all came subtlety. together. I was very aware of the uh, the scheming that was going we on. We lost here. all subtlety. Well, I, I'm mm-hmm. here to tell you that that was the past. Today she's in a, a two-year relationship with a guy named Robbie who's lovely. And there's just <laughs> happiness for the holidays here, Zachary. That's but I wanted fantastic. to I, – I, I didn't feel good you not knowing for me that that was happening last time. Oh, no. No, I yeah, I was. <laughs> Sounds like you I was born uh, during the day, but it wasn't yesterday. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I was taking a look. But also, by the way, I was completely flattered by it. And Tanya, you're a lovely girl. And she and I have actually had some great conversation. And I'm glad that she's in a fantastic yeah. relationship. Now, what, you have a key around your neck, don't you? Am I saying a key around Yeah, it's a giving key. I don't know if you've ever heard of these. A really Wait, dear friend of mine, actually ex-girlfriend of mine, Caitlin Crosby, she created this incredible company called The Giving Keys. And uh, it's, it. she, I mean, years ago now, I remember when she was, you know, selling these, shilling these things out of the back of her car. I would like help her set up at her her shows that she was playing music and we would sell these keys and stuff. And it's, it's a really incredible organization because it, you know, it's a very inspiring kind of piece of jewelry where essentially you'd like there's words on each piece of jewelry and it's, you know, meant means something to you. And then once it's kind of, you know, you've, you've assimilated it, once you've felt like you've gotten what's on that, you know, the, the word that's on your jewelry, then you pass it on to somebody. It's like, you know, it's the giving key. And also all of the, you know, a, a lot of the proceeds go toward helping the homeless and getting people um, jobs, getting the homeless jobs, getting them vocations and getting them, you know, kind of transitioned off the street. So it's an incredible organization. I've had so many of these over the years. I, I just think that they're a great little little deal. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, well that, and, it, and it looks uh, looks very cool hanging there as well. I like it. All right. So let's Lovely. get into our, our friend Zachary Levi is playing a famous ramp. I mean, this is a famous room. Our Rams of Los Angeles are eight and four with five games left, right? Yeah. You're, and you're playing Kurt Warner, a famous yeah. Ram from back in the day. And this is yeah. well, tell us. I mean, the, the title tells us what's happening. Is this um, is this a, a, a Rudy esque type underdog story? Yeah. Oh uh, well, <clears throat> I think uh, Rudy esque. I mean, really, kind of like I, I think it's I think it's a, a Cinderella story, like any great sports, like true sports Cinderella story. Yeah. 
the the long and the short of it was um kurt you know he he since he was a little kid he knew that he wanted to be the next joe montana and he played played all kinds of sports but he, you know he really focused on football and uh, got a scholarship to college uh northern iowa university kind of a, a small school didn't get a lot of play time uh got a look by the packers after he graduated but didn't that didn't go anywhere and he was but he knew like deep down in him he knew like i'm supposed to do this this is the dream that god gave me i believe it i'm supposed to do this and in the course of trying to navigate all those waters he met his now wife brenda uh she was a 24 year old divorcee two kids her oldest her son was dropped as a child as a baby and he had um you know, uh, brain swelling and ultimately had intellectual disability. And he was this 21 year old, you know, uh, football player in, in college. And, and she's like, why would you want to, like, this doesn't seem like this really works, but it, but it did. And, and they really started falling in love and he started falling in love with her children, specifically Zach, great name, her son. <laughs> and, uh, and that all kind of galvanized this incredible family unit. And in doing so, it really, you know, it, that, that changes people. It changed him and made him a better man and a better leader and ultimately a better quarterback. And then through that journey, he was now, you know, 26 and he's stocking shelves at a grocery store. And then all of a sudden he gets this look or maybe, you know, I'm, I might get the dates wrong a little bit, but then he gets a look um, by the arena football league that had just basically kind of popped up. And he's like, I don't know, this isn't the NFL, but at least it's better than talking shelves. So he goes and plays arena league while he does so well there that then the Rams uh, who were in St. Louis at the time, time yeah. now they're back in LA where they belong. No offense to St. Louis. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he all of a sudden gets scouted by the St. Louis Rams. And like, you know, we'd like to give you a shot. So he got brought onto the team. Uh, he was, you know, one of the oldest rookies ever <laughs> really to be brought yeah. into the NFL and in his second year, he's the, he's the second string quarterback. He's backing up Trent Green. Trent Green goes down in the preseason, out for the season with an injury. I don't think anybody really thought what was going to happen next was ever going to happen, which was that Kurt Warner, as this essentially you know 28-year-old rookie with no real NFL play experience, took the team all the way to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. It was called The Greatest Show on Turf. Um, and it was unbelievable. I mean, the guy never should have based on, you know, the, what's on paper. Yeah. Based on never the, should have yeah. been able to accomplish what he did. But again, you know, the, the movie itself, American underdog. Yes. It talks about, it talks about Kurt as being an underdog, but really it's also about his wife being an underdog. It's yeah. about her, wow. you know, their son, Zach being an underdog. It's, it's 25% football. It's 75% yeah, family yeah, yeah. and faith yeah. and relationships and marriage and, all the hard stuff and, you know, scraping change out of your doors to put gas in your tank. I mean, that's, that's the real kind of journey that we go on in the movie. And, uh, and I think the world will get an, uh, you know, an opportunity to see the depth of all that journey. We, did you know, did you know his story or the complexity of his story before? Uh, yeah. I mean, I knew the bullet points like everybody else did. I was probably 19 at the time when it was going on and I was yeah. watching it in real time. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw you know, I'm a football fan. So I was watching this stuff go down and everyone's like, what is this? Who is this yeah. guy? How is he doing this? And also he was a man of faith and I share faith. And so I thought that was also quite inspiring as well. And so, I don't know, I was watching all that. I knew again, bullet points. I knew it like, you know, I'm sure it was mentioned in quite a few of the different, you know, um, kind of programs at the time. Like, you know, you went from stocking shelves to playing football, but that's about all you get. You don't really get the intricacies. You don't get the details. And so it wasn't until I read the script and I sat down with Kurt and Brenda and got to know them more that I, you know, learned so much more about th this, this scaffolding, you know, like, I, I, you know what, I think one of the coolest things about the story, and it's, I think it's true of almost, you know, really all of us and just kind of how life philosophically works, how, how it all, how it all goes down. But, you know, we have these dreams 
And, and they're, and they're real. I, I mean, when I was a kid, I dreamt, I really believe that God told me you're going to be an actor one day and, mm-hmm. and I, I'm here, I'm doing, it. I'm living proof that I, you stick to a dream, you know, you might just get there and Kurt's very similar, but that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of lessons and growth to, to be had along the way. And I think that, you know, um, oftentimes we get fixated on these dreams of ours. We get fixated on like, this is what my, my goal is supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to go. And that we can become almost like, um, it becomes an unhealthy fixation. Instead of us recognizing that there are deeper, more important things for us to be focusing on and recognizing and working on. And so I think that there's something very incredible and magical and, and again, very relatable in that Kurt was going after this dream of football. He was frustrated. He didn't know what was going on. He kept running into walls like, why isn't this happening, God? Like, what's going on? But it was because he had to go learn other things outside of football in order to become the man that he needed to become. And, and some of those things that even included football. And so all of it came together in that's beautiful kind of faded way. And I think it's, wonderful. I think that's, that's life, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. the way that's the most peaceful way to look at life is to realize, mm-hmm. okay, every door challenge hurdle is going to be to and for our greatest benefit, but we got to get through it to figure that out. And that sounds like exactly what you said. And the other thing is, I mean, we've talked to people who don't know how to describe their movie. And you do. (laughs) (laughs) And you do. (laughs) And I appreciate that. And so does everybody listening. Wow. How do you not want to see (laughs) Zach Levi in that role as Kurt Warner, which is in theaters Christmas Day? Uh, Great to see you, man. Continued happiness, success, energy. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the time with your family, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I echo that all back to you guys. God bless you guys. Have fantastic holidays. Be safe. Uh, travel safe if you're traveling. And I look forward to seeing you guys uh, uh, around the corner. You said you're a football fan. Before you go, do you have a team in the college playoffs you're rooting for? Oh, man. I, you know, uh, I mean, of, of, of the four, I, I, I think I'm still kind of rooting for Georgia, to be honest. I mean, okay. that was a crazy game between Alabama and Georgia playoff situation. But honestly, it could go anyway. Michigan's right. having an incredible season. Cincinnati's having an incredible season. I like Georgia. Can, I like, Alabama I like, and Georgia might be 10. <laughs> I like Georgia. Yeah. I like that he went with Georgia. If they have a repeat in the natty, it'll be quite dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a big Georgia fan. That's yeah. why I asked. That's why I'm excited. You just said that. But Rams, 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 Rams. Rams, 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 Rams. Sorry, Rams, Rams, Let's get the Rams in the Super Bowl and win it in L.A. That would be amazing. Rams, Rams, Rams. All right. Thanks a lot, bro. See you later. All right, y'all. Bye. Be well. Take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, five games left. Five games. Ram. I mean, uh, let's go. I got a crush on Zachary and the Rams coach. <laughs> yes, you sure Has do. Has Zach Levi ever been the sexiest man alive? He should be. Has he ever it's been? Very attractive. Not the one. I think he's been in the. It, he, you know, they, they I'm telling like you, I don't know which movie's going to be the one, but one of these movies is going to be the one that's going to put him in the running for sexiest man alive. Mark my words, Easton. Mark this tape. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So today is National Christmas Card Day. My mother still takes the photos and I think she electron. I don't know. Maybe y'all got one, but she electronically sends them out. I died. She didn't even talk to me about it. Oh, I don't have to do it because I don't have kids. Yeah, I guess so. I have the kids still. So she does it for us. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Oh, yeah. I sent actual physical ones. Still, but the electronic man, that might be the move. You know, if Connie Seacrest doing <laughs> I it, I get it. It's I gotta fine. follow in her lead. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> doing it. So, let's get into this, Sisney. What is this cheer map you speak of? 
I saw this and I'm like, wow, this is actually really cool. And if you're looking for holiday decorations or just fun stuff to do with the kids, that's free. You know, I love looking at Christmas lights. Like when I drive them home from school, it's already dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and they get so excited anytime we pass by houses that have the lights up. So if you're on the next door app, it's basically an app specifically for Aww. your neighborhood. You know, usually there's a lot of like crime alerts and stuff, people complaining that someone's dog is barking all day or like whatever it may be. But this is actually very cheerful. It's called the Cheer Map, and you go on there and you tag your home as a home that has lights up. And it doesn't give the specific address or anything. It just gives the street of where you are. And then on the map, you can see like, oh, three streets over, there's a bunch of homes that have lights. Mm. You can drive over there and just kind of make almost a little like tour out of it every night. I like that idea. I would map it out ahead of time. So I would sit down and I would map it out so I've got a good route. And, you know, somewhere either along the way or after, I'd stop for a pumpkin spiced latte or dinner. Yes, or Something. lunch, not lunch, because unless you're a weekend, and maybe we would start it. Oh, it's sunset, right? Which is three thirty. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then stop for dinner five fifteen, which I'm down for. Yeah, I know. And if you're, you know, if that's too much or whatever. There's so many places I know. The Newport Boat Parade is happening next week. Is that, <gasps> every time I see that, it's that real. It's How is so that real. real life. It's so... That's so cool. The boat parade. It is magic. Tony, you've experienced that. You grew up there. Yeah, and they have they have really really cute lights in Naples and Long Beach. All the houses in Naples, the Venice canals, um, Christmas Tree Lane in Altadena, and Holiday Road in Calabasas. And, and if you, I guess you said next door. Yeah, it's the next door. So if you app. and you can feel good knowing that people don't mind if you drive by because they're the ones saying, "Hey, look at my lights." It's so true. I know I live on a dead street, and so I really want my neighbors and everyone to start decorating more. It's like we don't get trick or treaters. There's about three people that put up lights, us included. But maybe they don't celebrate Christmas. Well, it doesn't matter. It's celebrate holidays. It's like put, you know, Hanukkah lights up. Yeah, there's Hanukkah decorations. Yeah, but you should go door to door and <laughs> okay, ask people and that's what, why I don't what, do. what holidays do they observe <laughs> and how can we help to get some extension cords into your outlets? <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, it's going to do it for us here at Kiss FM. We're going to roll out. Thank you for having us on Coldplay tickets and Six Flags Magic Mountain tickets every hour tomorrow. And we've got another hometown hustler. Take good care, Sisney and Gabby. Got you till noon. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.